If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. <laughs> the World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 551. It's March 1st, 2019. It is a brand new month, and therefore a brand new episode of your favorite, mostly World of Warcraft show, occasionally other Blizzard Games podcast. I'm Scott Johnson, as always, joined today by Garrett Weinzerpel. Hello, Garrett. Happy Friday, Scott. How are you, sir? I am uh, full of... Philly cheesesteak, and therefore a little nappy feeling. I was going to ask you later in the day. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you ate because uh, you you had a. We were going to go a little earlier. Well, okay. First of all, my my fault, live listeners, that you're listening to this late. Crazy stuff this morning. It's a long story. Extended family stuff. Everyone's got some. You don't want the details, but uh, had to deal with that. And then later on, I thought, well, there's no reason I couldn't hammer one of these out. Let's see what Garrett's doing. I knew, we, you know, we put the, basically the Europeans to sleep, so there's no way we we're getting Patrick back, but. Garrett says, oh, yeah, I can do it. When are you thinking? I said, out oh, this time. He says, I'm going on a lunch date. With your wife, I assume? Is that who you went with? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I would hope it'd be my wife. Even better. Well, I thought maybe it was like a meeting or, you know, you never know. Oh, uh, I guess I guess you could use that terminology. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. Uh, usually, typically, for the peop- for the one person out there who's really interested in my Friday routine after the instance, yeah. uh, Katie and I uh, take ourselves out for lunch on Friday. I think that's awesome. And you should do, always date. Date always. This is my couple's advice to everyone in the world. Garrett already living the dream there. Go on dates all the time, whenever you can sneak one in. Anyway. Okay, how long have you been together? Doesn't yeah, matter. Go do, go, go do something romantic, even if it's cramming cheesy meat in your face. That's right. One, uh, you're married a year, go on a date. You're married 26, go on a date. This is what you should do. Keep that flame alive, son. Anyway, that's not what we're going to talk about. What I wanted to mention was, because of my messy morning, we couldn't do the show. So now we're here doing it live. A little bit later in the day. Thank you, everybody who uh, is here live with us. For those at home, you'll probably get this roughly around the same time you usually do. But uh, uh, some breaking sort of-ish stuff happened with Classic. Not quite as earth-shattering as I'd hoped it would be. Uh, But some details and also uh, hints as to how often we're going to hear about Classic leading up to its release. uh, For which we still don't have a date, but... uh, we have other dates today. We have a lunch date with you. We have a date for when you can play your your fat pirate. We got a date for it finally, so that's good. And a bunch of other stuff. Before we get to it, though, as a right gear, I have a personal uh, problem and question. When did they make it, or has it always been this way, that I couldn't sell or vendor the as right gear I don't want anymore? Since when do they turn that down and not give me gold for this giant stack of Azerite gear that I think is worthless compared to what I'm wearing? Do you remember? I don't know because I still just throw everything in my shredder. Yeah, but I uh, <laughs> don't know, Scott. Because uh, when I went to a vendor, yeah, whoops, I went to a vendor yesterday, last night I was playing, 
just doing my, you know, the grind. Doing the grind. Having having some fun doing the grind. And uh and I and I got a dropped a new piece of uh, Azerite gear that happened to be an upgrade. And I'm like, "Oh, nice. I'm not used to seeing these." Plus I dinged my Azerite necklace level thing and got all excited and thought, "Well, I should sell these 10 other Azerite pieces of gear. These shoulders and these chests that I'm not going to wear anymore." And I thought, well, they should net me 20 gold a piece or something like normal vendoring of gear that you've, you know, pulled out of a dungeon or whatever. You do miss, you do realize you're missing out on like Titan Residuum, right? Yeah. Should I be doing that instead? Because I like the money. Way more rare than gold. Way more rare than gold. But I like the money. (laughs) What are you, what are you going to do with the money, Scott? I don't know. What are you going to do? Listen, the game, this game and I have never financially agreed with one another in terms of gold. Uh, acquisition. I'm very bad at earning gold. So I always feel like I don't have enough of it. Um, I still live off of about 200,000 gold. A player who left the game sent me in the mailbox one day. <laughs> he basically said, here's here's a, the fee for all the years that I've listened to your show. Uh, thanks thanks for all of that. Here's 200 grand. So your World of Warcraft uh, grandparent passed away and left <laughs> you a 200,000 gold inheritance. Yeah. And you're just... You're just uh, in your boxers on the couch, smoking wow weed and living off your inheritance. Yeah, basically. I don't earn any okay. gold in the game except for turning in a quest and selling stuff to vendors because I'm terrible at auction housing. I don't really want to get into that hardcore, especially at the state of the game. It's just too, that thing's so meta, it makes my face melt. And then I don't want to, uh, I don't want to work hard to be a good uh, profession person. I never have, and I don't want to start now. So, so for me, I mean, had I gotten that two hundred grand or not, I would have subsisted because you do enough quests and you do the expansion and you run the content, you get gold, and it's enough to get by and keep your repairs up and occasionally afford a cool mount that's ten k or whatever. Uh, but, but I feel like I never have any gold. So that's what I've been doing. Are you saying I should be shredding that stuff and not do this? Because what am I going to yeah. then? Then what? What do I gain out of that? This will be educational for listeners because I really don't know what I get to spend that currency on. Uh, you you can essentially get the the Azerite gear that you want. It 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 allows you to save up for something, Scott. You get to save up for exactly what you want. Is it bad that I've ignored get- that aspect of the game? How long has that been? <laughs> has that been in for a while? It's been in for a while, hasn't it? It, it's been in for a little while, yes. Um, yes, uh, but that's okay. That's okay. I haven't been doing it much either. Like, I I, I, I keep scrapping my stuff, but I'm not really paying attention to it because I'm, I'm still finding pretty regular upgrades. Yeah. Uh, so it, it hasn't been in the back of my mind, but it's just that thing that I just do because I know at some point I'm going to be like, oh, I really need this piece of gear. How much Titan Residual do I have? Oh, cool. Well, I've been scrapping the whole time, so I've got all, I'm just sitting on a mountain of it. Mm. So. Well, here's what I'm going to yeah. do then, because I still have them. I have all, I have <laughs> all this gear in my bag. It's all there. I haven't tossed any of it. I'm not burning it that way. Well, you, you can't. So, well, I mean, I could delete it, right? You can. Yeah, I f- think this was changed back in December. Oh, geez, yeah. I'll blame the holidays correctly. I blame the holidays. I don't know what was going on in December. I, who, who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. To be honest, I think a lot of us were kind of like, <laughs> uh, you well, the raid isn't in this new patch, so it doesn't feel like a new patch, so we're all taking a break. Yeah. Um, as Siv the Great in the chat room says in all caps, what what do you get from Titan Residuum? Top level Azerite gear, homie. Yeah. I mean, so I've got like 12 pieces. Will that net me enough to do anything? Or do I need to keep grinding those out too? No, I, I don't know the exchange rate off the top of my head. All right. But so, if you're if you're still keeping up with your old quest, man, just just keep scrapping, scrapping and saving. Scrapping, scrapping and, and saving. saving. Yeah. 
I mean, once in a while, like I said last night, I got an upgrade, which surprised the hell out of me because I haven't had one of those in a while. Um, yeah, I mean, you and I are not currently rating on the regular, so there's mm. still a lot of upgrades to be found just in uh, everyday activities. Yeah. I had a guy yesterday or a couple days ago say, um, I don't like your pod. First of all, I don't like when people say pod, but whatever. This is a small thing. <laughs> says, I don't like your pod. And I said, oh, why? Because he didn't say why. And he says, because you're not mythic rating. And I said, oh, well, welcome to every year for the last 15 that I've done this show or however the hell long it's been. How long has it been? <laughs> Whatever it's been, 12, uh, 13. I, this is how it goes. We'll raid, we'll do stuff, but it's never, it, I'm never t- top tier server first stuff. In fact, hardly any shows are. Or your your barrier to wild podcast entry, there's other podcasts that do that. Yeah, but very few of them now these days. Like a lot of them kind of have this. Here's 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 my take on that. If we were to do a really hardcore rating show ever in the history of the show, it would require the hosts to do more, so much hardcore rating that they would not have time to do a show about it. At least that's how I feel. <laughs> and so for me, the more um, middle of the road approach I take to World of Warcraft that I've taken since the alpha, uh, where I'll go hard sometimes, soft sometimes, skip it all together for a few months, come back hard again. Like right now, I'm in every day. Uh, but it's a different kind of hardcore. It's like, a, you know, I'm a hardcore casual. And I always have been. There's nothing to hide or be ashamed of here. My point is, if it was the far extreme end, we'd never get a show done because we'd, we'd have to constantly be raiding with top tier teams trying to get world first and server first and all that crap. Not into it. It's just not yeah. my thing. It's not my bag. Now, some yeah. people may say, well, Scott, you can do more. Well, yeah, I know. There's there's wiggle room, you know, and I <laughs> and I fully intend to, you know, go nuts with this current raid if I can get my ass, you know, to class. But, uh, yeah, that's just the way it is right now. So that guy, if you're listening, he's probably moved on to another pod. I don't think he is listening. He may not be. <laughs> he's found another pod somewhere. Okay? Mm. I hate that word. Oh, I hate it so bad. I don't know why putting cast on the end is fine, but calling it a pod is so annoying to me. But it's like we, it's like when you and your generation say, uh Oh, I like that Super Mario Bros. Or it's uh, Pikachu versus Kirby. Verse? It's freaking verses. Gosh dang I, I feel, it. I'm feeling grossly generalized right now. <laughs> For like, the record, I just say Mario. Yeah. Do you like That's that? I, it. That's you, all you got to say. Do you like that I roped you into that without you even <laughs> planning on being a part of it? You're welcome. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, that's, I just want to get that out of the way. Let's do this now. It's like saying, you just say Mickey. Oh, I cut you off. Sorry. Say that again. It's like saying what? I was going to say, you just say Mickey. You don't have to say Mickey Mouse. Everyone knows who you're talking about. He's famous enough. <laughs> so what do you just say, Mickey? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's see, like, you don't I, have to say Arthas Menethil. You can no, just say Arthas. you just say Arthas, right. But what, but here's my, but what I'm saying is people are, this would be like them calling him Arth. That's my problem. Because you can say podcast. It's two syllables. It's fine. <laughs> You don't have to say pod. Oh, my gosh. I listened well, to your pod let the me other ask day. You this, Kyle, or Kyle, let me ask you this, Scott. Have yeah. you gotten Jane down yet? Have you gotten <laughs> Jane? Jane. <laughs> nope, I haven't gotten Jane down yet. So LFR mm. Wing 3 just opened, and I'm, I'm, I got my eye on Jane. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I hate it, dude. Thrall isn't thra or freaky. Just give it the full verses. It's not a VS is verses, not verse. Freaking verse, dude. Uh, the, the Thrall's true friends just call him Go. Oh, no. I don't like that either. For Goel, right? I get it. Yeah, it's, deep cut. See, you got it. You got I it. got it. My lore is 
tight with that guy. Anyway, uh, let's talk about what's been going on. World of Warcraft uh, patch 8.15 has a date, finally. Uh, we talked last week about how it was a little weird that we've been sitting on this whole, here come your trolls, here come your human Kul'Tearans, uh, but we didn't have a date. We now have one. It was actually not leaked, but it came out during the art uh, stream they did, what, two days ago or a day ago? Whatever it was. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But it just kind of dropped in there. So you're going to get your Zandalari trolls and your uh, fat pirates on March 12th. So 11 days from today. Uh, that'll be a Tuesday, I guess. You will have your uh, pick of those two uh, alliance, or what are they called? Allied races. Uh, or Al race, as kids would call them. So on yeah. uh, the first episode after that date, are we going to be watching you purchase a race change uh on the ep live on the episode possibly but it won't be for gurp i can't i can't bring myself to do it no i wasn't expecting it to be for gurp i was expecting it to be for uh, some other character you maybe may have paid 60 dollars to boost yeah and didn't play and then didn't play <laughs> yeah pro you know what i'll probably do i have a uh classic troll who's um did he i hit 120 i think he's just super low 120 like his eye level sucks um, he's just sort of sitting there. Can they be? Uh, they can be uh, druids, right? Zandalari trolls. I think so. I have to look that up. I don't yeah. think there's a restriction. Yeah, they've there. got like crazy dinosaur druid forms. They're That's great. right. That's right. So I think I'm going to do that. He'll get changed, and he's just an old troll. He'll be a new troll and have good posture for once. Matter of fact, um, both allied races can be druids. Yeah, and that and how Kulturans much does it have some real like creepy wicker man tree monster druid forms? Here's the thing, though. If I want to do this. I can't just do it though. Like I can't just go spend twenty five bucks and bam, here's my thing. I gotta, I gotta be rep ready. I may already be, but I'm. But all those achievements and rep you stuff. You world questing like you have been. You're you're probably real close, if not. Already I'm probably I'm probably there. I'll check the Wowhead tool after the show. But, um, uh, what was my point? If I'm already there, then I'm then I'm eligible to do, to do a transfer without starting. Again. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we talked about the requirements last week and, and really it's just exalted with the Zandalari. That is the, the biggest hurdle. Everything else is like, have, are you caught up on your quests? Have yeah. you been playing the war campaign? You're, you're good. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to do then. Actually. Yeah. Maybe next week on the show, uh, maybe I'll do a live buying <laughs> of uh, the, the freaking troll. Oh no, it won't be. Hold on. That won't be the right date. It's the Tuesday after next week's show. Right. Yeah, I already have forgotten the date. March 12th, March which 12th. is going to be... It's a Tuesday, right? It's got to be. Yeah, so Tuesday, March 12th. So if we do the, the following episode, would be on the 15th. Mm -hmm. Now maybe I'll wait until then. I need to look at my stuff today and see where I'm at. Because that is the one race I care about in this expansion in terms of allied races. I'm not that worked up about anything else. So I'm excited about that. I know a lot of you on the Alliance side are really stoked about your fat pirates. I say go for it. Get it. Love it. Be it. Live it. Really stoked about both. They're super cool. Oh, no, they're great. And they're still fat the, pirates, though. The Zandalari trolls are. It was such a surprise for me coming in this expansion because I was, if you remember, yeah. I think it was right when I started being on this show on the regular. I I went back to my original main, my Nut Elf Hunter, and started playing him kind of in the downtime because it was like whatever. I'm not raiding. I'm not playing Horde at the end of Legion. They're all good. I've got all these Horde characters to choose from if I want to get into uh, into BFA. And I was just so stoked for the Alliance side of things because I'm obviously a big Warcraft 3 fanboy, which means I'm a big Jaina fanboy. She has not been in the game much mm -hmm. for a while now. Mm -hmm. And all the Kul'Tear stuff just looked amazing. I love nautical pirate craziness, and it just looks so good leading into uh, BFA. And I thought that's 
what it was going to really sell me on this expansion. And then I was like, well, I still want to play with my Horde friends. So I leveled Horde first. And damn it, the Zandalari are amazing. Yeah. Like, it is it is cooler, I think, in a way than the Cool Tyrants, which I, I still really like them. And I think it's a really cool aesthetic. And, it, and the art direction has been so well executed on them. Yeah, they're my but, favorite. My favorite dungeons are the ones set over there. Um, like, there's a lot to like about the Cool Tyrant cool thing and all the the anchor stuff everywhere and just like the whole pirate motif and nautical thing going on is super cool. But what they did with the trolls, uh, the Zandalari trolls feels a little bit like what they did for me anyway, when pandas came out, I was looking at it like, well, how, how cool can they make these pandas? And they made them really cool. And they gave them tons of backstory and gave them all kinds of meaty stuff to, to dance around in. And that's what we have with the Zandalari trolls, in my opinion. And they really did establish it. It's awesome. And we've seen them before. This isn't the first time we've seen the Zandalari, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Isle of Thunder was really cool in Pandaria, mm-hmm. but I was just like, well, I've seen I've seen dinosaur trolls before. Like, okay. how much can they really surprise me? And even when I saw screenshots and videos and trailers for this expansion, I was like, eh, cool Terran stuff looks looks cooler. But mm-hmm. man, when you're when you're in that capital, like the first time we got there, I know we're raiding it now and everyone's sick of seeing it, but when we first got there, it blew my mind. Yeah, and that music is super unique to its uh, the thing, so all the vibe is there. The characters are really well drawn out. And this is to a race that I think, I mean, in the beginning of the game, remember, those guys, I mean, it was true of gnomes as well, but those guys had to share a starting area with orcs. They didn't even have cool beginner stuff for them. It was the same quest. Line. No, they were the gnomes of the horde. They yeah. didn't have a home. They didn't, and it was lame. Although at least the at least the gnomes got to go run a dungeon of their home. Yeah, like the trolls they didn't have jack. Mm-mm. They didn't have anything, and they were just kind of boring. And they had that that fake freaking Jamaican accent, accent, uh, fake bacon, fake bacon. What is it? Uh, it's uh, Jeff Bacon. Jeff Bacon, not fake bacon. Okay, no, not fake bacon. That's just uh, <laughs> that's just turkey bacon. Well, but... I, like, I like turkey bacon, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, like they just were kind of not. I mean, I always kind of liked them from just a general like, oh, these guys are kind of weird and different. And I like that just that they're in the game. But I, I didn't really think that much of them. And now I just think they've established some like serious troll love. And now I got to do it. So, yeah, I'll end up with one of them, probably a transfer uh, or a race transfer, because why not? Uh, and uh, that's coming the 12th. Get ready. It's happening. I already, I already race changed my warrior to a freaking nightborn, and now I'm just like mistake made. Mm. I want that warrior to be a freaking Zandalari troll. You still could do it. <laughs> I know. I just it's like <laughs> feels bad. You know what? You've been in this. You've been in this position. I you know. know my pain, Scott. I, I, I spent money on that already, and I've done nothing with it. It's twenty five bucks. It's a chunk of change, or is it still that? I don't even know if it's more than that. I now. believe it's still twenty five dollars. All right, uh, and plus you got to wait. Oh. And there's like a weird wait period, and. It's like I mean, all this race change might be slightly less. I forget. Well, I hope it's no, it's not more than twenty five. That would be terrible. I, I don't want to think about how much money I have spent <laughs> over the course of this game's existence on faction transfers yeah. and server transfers. I have only done one race change and one. Did I do a faction transfer? No, no. But I did a lot of dumb sixty dollar boost choices in my life, as you know. I. Yeah, I mean, before we had cross-server partying and stuff, yeah. which was the majority of this game's existence, I server transferred a lot. I, yeah. Off the top of my head, I probably have over $300 spent just on server transfers. I always wondered when they were making the decision to create a more um, cross-server world, like you can now you can raid with your friends no matter where they are um, and run dungeons and do other kinds of content with them. 
uh, before that, you couldn't. And it was a driver for people like you to spend money to move around from different servers because your friends would go and create a new guild or you would want to do whatever and you'd, and you'd go where the people were. Like Ariel from uh, The Little Mermaid. You want to go where the people are, right? I want to be where the trolls are. <laughs> and I so, want to see she, <laughs> the trolls break dancing. <laughs> I do too. Uh, but uh, but yeah, now, I, you, now, now it's so mesh that I wonder if Blizzard, if that was a lost revenue point for them. Probably not a lot, but enough to 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 count. Like, did people just stop doing server transfers? Because now, who cares? You're you can be everywhere and anywhere at once. Sort I of. mean, to pull an opinion completely out of my rear, right. based on no stats or facts whatsoever, I I, I would be curious because I mean, I think there's something to be said for. Now you get to try playing with your friends and you're like, oh, I'm having a really good time. I'm really enjoying this rage. You know what would be nice? Guild perks. Yeah. That would be great. Maybe it sh I should transfer. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Those, if you were standoffish before because you were like, I don't want to move. And then the guild implodes and then I'm stranded on this other dumbass server. You know, maybe I, I think there's an argument that it could maybe even uh, convince some players who otherwise would not purchase to go ahead and spend the money that's an interesting transfer. point and it does seem like blizzard's mo to maybe figure out a way to do that or that they would they would have had a bunch of meetings and done a bunch of financial models that said we actually don't think this will diminish transfers we think it may stay the same or increase because of the reasons you just said like that's probably smart business but my 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 natural inclination was like well does that just stop people from doing that like i think it might stop me from doing it but then again i've only done it once so i don't know who knows? Uh, speaking of which, uh, that thing announced on an art stream. They had an art stream, and it was really good, and people should watch it. Uh, it's a Twitch VOD. Currently, I don't think it's been put up on YouTube. Maybe it is on their channel by now, but you don't get this very often. I actually have a theory about this, but I'll get to that in a second. They did an art stream. They talked all about the art of the game, inspirations for this expansion, challenges they ran into, Um uh, really cool stuff, and it reminded me very much of one of the panels you'd get at a BlizzCon. And they haven't really done one quite like this for the art team yet. So this is pure conspiracy, okay, for me. So don't at me or give me too hard of a time about this. But I think it's possible that if this is a year they decide not to do BlizzCon, in the shadow of all the things we've talked to ad nauseum to death over the last few months, if that's the case... This could be a sign of what we get instead. Think of it as Nintendo no longer presenting on stage at E3. Instead, they do their Nintendo Direct videos whenever the hell they want to. And they uh, get information out that way. They build interest that way. Uh, and they also, it's more than just Ian Hazakostas talking to Lore about the latest patch or what their plans are for the next one. Garrett, is that, a cr is that crazy? I don't see a world where BlizzCon ever skips a year again. <laughs> see, I don't know if I agree with that because if the esports thing's no longer a factor, the the entire competition happens outside of BlizzCon now for all of these games. They have their little Pro Bowl matches at the thing, but the proper seasons for Hearthstone, for Overwatch, uh, used to be HTC, but not anymore. But anyway, all of those are happening outside that calendar. So... That's no longer the reason. That used to be the reason I'd say they would never miss one again. Didn't they still have the arena finals? I don't follow arena, so this might be me talking um, about it, but I'm pretty sure the arena finals still happened at BlizzCon. Uh, we also still had StarCraft. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. Overwatch is its own uh, kind of side tournament. 
Hearthstone is the global games, not the pro. But Hearthstone is shifting right now. We don't even we still don't know what's happening with their highest tier of competition. Mm -hmm. They recently announced their new format. They finally detailed it. And then they announced the qualifiers and the mid tier competition. But there's still another upper higher level that they are like, we're we're still not ready to tell you about it. Is that is are you are you weirded out that they haven't? I know we have this on the notes to talk about later, but are you weirded out that they've been quiet about that, or what, what's what's the rumblings on that? I don't I don't know. Um, they've they've called a big amount of my concerns with the new format. I actually think it sounds kind of cool. Mm. Um, although I think Value Town did an exhibition tournament the other day with the format, and it every everyone I talked to said it was wasn't as interesting as the old format, but. Really, um, I'm willing to still give them the benefit of the doubt. They're switching to a one deck format, essentially, oh. which is really uh, kind of interesting. The way that is interesting. It. I didn't know that was yeah. the. I know there's a bunch of poopa going on, but I haven't followed it. Was that the big announcement? They did a video too, right? Some announcement. Well, there video? were two, there were two big announcements. Um, yeah, they did a video for that as well, but they also just announced the next standard year, which is its own unrelated to esports thing. Yeah. Well, there you but, go. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a. I think it's unlikely we're going to see whatever this new form of Hearthstone esports is culminate at BlizzCon just because of they already stopped doing that. Yeah. But there's a chance because we still don't know when it's happening or how frequently this upper echelon of Hearthstone competition is happening. Well, all I'm saying is, like I say, it's mostly conspiracy and I don't have an ounce of anything to back it up. But I could see a world where they decide 2019 BlizzCon isn't needed. They don't have a major release this year. They may not even have a major announcement this year. Maybe they would. They'd have at the very least we would have expected a new uh, WoW expansion announcement this year. You you got the same like hints from everyone I talked to at BlizzCon, right? Like I had like four separate Blizzard employees just be like, I can't tell you, Jack, but. You should not miss 2019. Oh, no, I heard that too, but guess who I heard that from? I heard that from two or three people that are no longer at Blizzard. I'm saying the aftermath of post-BlizzCon, because up till BlizzCon, (laughs) like right up until Diablo Immortal, everyone's happy and smiles at BlizzCon. Everybody's like, yeah, well, the only weird thing this year is Mike Morheim stepping down. Weird. Well, anyway, off we go. And right up until that edge, everything was normal. And then right after that, Doom, gloom, weird replies, HTC going away, uh, Jay Allen Brack totally kind of not doing great. I mean, uh, people bu- 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 were kind of losing it beforehand uh, on the WoW side of things. It was, it was, it was getting pretty hyperbolic over there. Yeah, because all um, I know is there were people that I talked to at that event who were telling me about the about very specific HGC plans they had for the following HGC year. None of them even knew, so I, I'm... I can no longer count on that because they were as blindsided as we were on a lot of stuff. So Blizzard going to do Blizzard and Activision going to do Activision. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not saying I want it to happen because I like going and I like seeing all my friends and I like doing cool stuff. I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't know where the sense if we disagree. Like my, my, my point is like, it's a moneymaker if nothing else. Like they seem like they want and need to make money to, to keep, uh, <laughs> to keep the sleeping dragon of Bobby Kotick happy on his pile of money. Yeah. Um, but he's, like, he's like the 40K emperor. We got, this is like uh, tech tech priests have to keep him alive for a thousand years. The vibe I got <laughs> is that Diablo 4 is getting announced at this BlizzCon. I mean, that's the vibe I've been getting. But also, at this point, we're we're at the uh, a broken clock is right two times a day kind of thing. Like, at some point, Diablo 4 is going to get freaking announced. Yeah. 
I just. Uh, but I even know. then, like, do you do you do? You, well, I mean, this is we are so speculating here, but you know, if there was a year for players to show their anger and um, upsetness, this would be the one where they. I'm not, you know, I'm not normally. I'm not calling for a boycott, nor am I saying there will be one. But if there was going to be a year, this might. This would be the one. So if it's not the one, well, then all right, we're all going to BlizzCon. But it could be the one where everyone revolts. And then it's not a moneymaker. <laughs> then it's like, a, ooh, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? So I got to think they're at least talking about this. Whether or not they do it, I, I don't know. It's just too hard to ignore the elephant in the room. We'll see. And again, people at home, this is me not advocating one direction or the other. I don't have, I don't have skin in this game other than I really enjoy BlizzCon and seeing my friends and hanging out with Blizzard people and doing cool stuff. I love that. And it's a yearly thing for me, and I just plan on doing it. I'm just throwing it out there because it's an it's a topic, and we can all discuss it and chew on it. I just don't want to get angry emails going. I can't believe Scott. I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> I want this to happen because I don't. Well, I, I feel vindicated because chat room is like you. You crazy? I'm well, with Garrett. All and right. It's like ah oh, yes. All right. The people take, agree. Take people that agree. to the grave. Yeah. I'd be totally fine. No, I mean whether this is a BlizzCon or not, uh, I would just like to say that I enjoy these these streams and i would like to see more of them and they they're, they're doing them more or less on the regular this should uh, be my takeaway by the way the, the it's yeah. just cool that they're doing new streams and it's a good stream i mean there's certainly there's enough regular mm-hmm. content updates to world of warcraft where have a art have an art stream every time there's a patch yeah i want to hear about it because yeah. every time you have a patch there's a ton of new art coming into the game yeah i love it i love it a lot um what I also like is updates, and looks like we got one. Kvax in the chat, or the chat. He may be in the chat today. I don't know. Uh, the Blizzard uh, Kvax community manager posted a big update on classic World of Warcraft, which is another reason I wanted to make sure we got something in today. And uh, while not earth-shattering news, uh, there is some stuff to say. So I'm going to read some of this. Uh, They say that the feedback they got from the demo was fantastic. Thank you to everyone who gave us so much feedback to work with, especially the community members who compiled lists of issues that people found within the demo. And this demo would have been the one that everybody got to play during BlizzCon that we played on the show floor. Um, The one difference being, and they had to explain this at the time, that it wasn't, um, uh, they, they had to do shared realm stuff. Uh, and that freaks some people out, but they had to do it for demo reasons to make the thing freaking function. So anyway, outside of that, that is the that is the version we all got to play. Um, says this, uh, we looked at everything that was reported and want to share a few anecdotes with you so you can see how we're tracking these issues. One thing many players noticed was the incorrect health regeneration and spell critical hit multiplier. Good catch. Going into the demo, we thought we'd fix that and we're surprised to see the issue crop up. Before BlizzCon, we sp- uh, specifically checked health and mana regeneration and fix the critical hit cases. Uh, we also did combat and regeneration tests to make sure we had those accurate. Um, anyway, then he goes on to explain that a little bit, then says, another issue rep- uh, players reported was that Warlock Demon summoning was broken. Lots of players said that you shouldn't lose your current demon uh, until the new one appears. Uh, we double-checked, and an original 1.12 WoW there uh, and there, as soon as you started summoning a new demon, your existing demon disappeared. So the demo actually matched how the game played originally. So there's a bunch of stuff they're finding out that... I mean, imagine the minutia of just like the tiniest little detail of original WoW, which is what people want, right? They want like picture perfect, this is how it was. I want WoW Classic to play like vanilla. vanilla. So if they find a weird discrepancy, even as small as 
my one demon appeared before the other one was gone is going to throw a bunch of players and they're going to be ticked. And it sounds like they're paying very close attention to issues like that. I love the the, the anecdote here with the warlock demon because it, it's them basically admitting, we don't remember how this works. We <laughs> yeah. had to dig it up and check. Like, I love that. I find that just charming as all hell. I do too. I mean, part of it is, part, uh, part of me is is irritated that players demand such a perfect adherence to the original. Oh, I think that's really, I think. I mean, really it, cool I, I agree. I, agree. I think like, I'm wrong about it. I think I'm wrong so to feel that already, way. Like, I'm already fascinated by the game creation thing. I'm yeah. running out of words here. Um, <laughs> oh, this, this, this Philly cheesesteak is killing me. Um, <laughs> like, I'm already fascinated by, by just entertainment made by large teams in general, whether it's a movie, whether it's a video game, whether it was a TV show. I, I'm, I just find it so cool that so many people work together for a common goal and create a thing, right? Yeah. That's now happening here, but it's like, this re- to me, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying all these peaks behind the curtain of the restoration of WoW Classic because it's like, hey, you know how you 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 stumble you, you go downtown for for a Saturday afternoon, you're like, oh damn, there's a classic car show. I'm not really into the, the cars that much, but oh, this look kind of cool, and you think to yourself, wow, someone worked really hard to restore this car. Yeah, like th- this is what is happening, but like hundreds of people are having to work to restore the same freaking car. Yeah, and it, instead of a car, it's an entire virtual world, and uh, I love it. Well, it's been good for me to see their attention here because it's adjusting my attitude because my attitude kind of was like, Oh, okay. All you picky players are going to get your freaking perfect little old, but like, it was just, first of all, it was never really of that much interest to me. Um, then when it was announced and I've always kind of been irritated at the classic sort of, uh, independent server people. Cause they were always kind of dicky to a lot of people back in the day. So in my mind, I'm lumping all these people together. It's not the right way to think about it. And I know that, and I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to do better, but it helps for me to see them, talking about the pickiness they're approaching it with matching the pickiness of the players who want it. And that's good. That's a really good thing. And my entire opinion of classic has actually evolved a bit. Um, I mean, not only I was always going to try it out and check it out, but uh, whether or not it's for me long-term, their adherence to um, these kinds of specifics is a good sign for players. I think, I think you guys are going to be happy about it. Again, the, the wild classic panel, I think was the best panel at last year's was kind of was just so fascinating and so cool to see them mm-hmm. adhering so closely mm-hmm. to the source material um i just i love it's it, i don't know it's cool to see like everyone at blizzard that i meet they seem like fans of blizzard but this this is like a fan project from within blizzard itself oh it must be right they must be like, having fun doing this like do you have do you have a reverence do you have nostalgia for classic wow well how would you like to recreate it <laughs> well think about it like a lot of the employees that are working on this weren't there then you know there are a lot of them with a very few exceptions were uh, you know post wow launch and, and later in the game people so they're getting yeah, a like, chance think to about how 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 many of these people were influenced like are probably in oh, this yeah. career are probably working at blizzard because of classic wow and how many chances has this ever come up other than like HG remasters, which is not the same. You're mm-hmm. making it with new tech. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'm sure if, I'm sure if you got into gaming f- because you played halo that working on the, the combat evolved anniversary edition with HD reskin was like really cool. But here you're getting to actually make wild again because they don't have it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it remind you know, it reminds me of, it reminds me of people like Mame emulator coders, people that work on Mame. Um, very different thing, obviously, but the sort of pixel perfect, uh, optimal place they, they're trying to get with a game so that you play something like Donkey Kong and you want it to be just 
indistinguishable from the original in emulation. That's kind of what they're having to do here. And that is no small task for a giant open world MMO that already was breaking, you know, broke new ground in 2004. And yeah, I just, it's, 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 it's going to be fun to watch them do this. And here's the best part. The end of this thing says this. This is not all we've done, of course, but we want to give you an idea of what we're prioritizing as far as core game systems, combat, combat and content. We spent uh, time on other things such as user interface and making sure graphics feel like they used to. Um, but our primary focus right now is gameplay. Again, we're following all our discussions and loving your enthusiasm. And we're going to get more information to you posted here soon. And he means not, the, and he says in parentheses, not the trademark soon. Uh, thank you and get ready for classic summer. Uh, so that says to me they're going to have regular updates and these will be fun to talk about on the show. So there's that. I have a way better attitude like a, about classic now than I used to. I need like a month off in the summer <laughs> just so I can. Just so you can dig into this. I just need to go ham. Just need to go ham. I need to get a max level night elf warrior, and uh, yeah, that will take a summer. <laughs> it will. You damn right it will. <laughs> maybe, maybe more. You might be looking at Christmas or I'll, something. I'll definitely go faster than I did the first time I played. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say that much. I didn't have a clue how to play this game. Yeah, but it's like these days you go out and start a, I don't know, level one nothing and make get them to twenty. You're done in like an hour and a half. I spent an entire day. Corpse running the furball cavern between freaking Fellwood and Winter Spring because I didn't understand that I had to quest in Fellwood first so they were friendly. And I just, <laughs> and I made it worse for myself because then I killed some and then I moved into like hated. Oh, yeah. You can <laughs> lose rep that you never had to grind Ooh. in the first place. Sure. It was a bad situation. Yeah. Scott. They were yellow for a reason or orange or whatever meanwhile, they were then. Meanwhile, my now wife Katie's playing a druid. She's like, I'm just going to hearth the Moonglade because I'm a druid and I can do that. Bye. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> Oh, she really doing that? That's awesome that she's doing that. Well, yeah, because the the tunnel actually connects to Moonglade as well. So, oh. if I remember correctly, nice. you got a little closer to Winter Spring if you started in uh, Moonglade. Anyway, that's my personal anecdote for the day. I like it. Thank you for your personal anecdote. Now, this. Let's talk about the rest of Blizzard. You mentioned all the Hearthstone stuff for the most part. Anything else about um, recent goings on there that are uh, worth bringing up here? Uh, yeah. Next, uh, Standard Deer has been announced. A whole kind kinds of crazy stuff is happening. Um, for me personally, I'm really excited that they are going to be rotating out the sets you can draft in arena every two months. They're going to have two oh. month long arena seasons. Wow. And that's, that's so different. you're going to get like really old sets and really new sets mixed together in some instances. That seems like the right direction in your opinion. Like any, what? Uh, hell yeah. Okay. I can't wait for this. All <laughs> this right. is so cool. I haven't seen you this excited about a quote unquote feature or a redesign of a feature in the game maybe ever like you're usually a little um, bit like well it looks like it'd be cool okay well i don't know until we get it or whatever but this you seem genuinely excited about this yeah yeah i guess off the bat true uh i think back to things like reno working and <laughs> making one one copy of card decks actually work but at the time i was like that'll never work so i wasn't excited for it and then it <laughs> did work and i was like this is amazing that this is actually happening yeah um you gotta love but, when something uh, works when you didn't think it would it's good. Yeah, it's a good sign. Yeah, so that's happening. They're uh, they're mo they're rotating cards out and into wild a year early oh. because they're stifling the meta so hard. Mm. Which I am uh, preview of the Anger Chicken this upcoming Tuesday. Everybody, I have a feeling there's going to be a great debate about this because I'm happy about this, but I was I was talking to Dills a little bit and he's like, yeah, but they're screwing over wild. They, they should change the cards because wild players are just going to be stuck. With Baku and Gangrami, those are the two cards that are rotating out a year early. Yeah. Um, so I foresee a rather interesting debate coming up on uh, 
on the next episode of the Angry Chicken. Oh, very nice. Well, if you're looking for master debaters, that's the place to go. Yeah. I meant, no I, subtext. It sounded dirty. Uh, Overwatch has a new hero. His name is Baptiste, and he's pretty great. I like him a lot. Uh, he's from, let's see, Dominican, I think he is. He's got, uh, he's basically a, uh, a combat healer, combat medic, rather, and has all kinds of oh, rad. Oh, so uh, uh, Lifeline. He's Lifeline. Kind of Lifeline, except <laughs> he's more like, okay, so one of his ultimates, or, or his ultimate, I should say, his amplification field is one of the coolest ideas I've ever seen. So it's this giant shield-looking giant field of energy. And any healing or damage done through the shield or done through the barrier is amplified. And I can't remember by how much. It may have been double or I can't remember. But it it is in, the, in actual use. I've seen some great videos of, of a team getting behind one of those and decimating the other team. Or the other team... Uh, trying to decimate you and you and the healing that's happening between you and say a secondary healer through that barrier, which again is very static. You can't you know move the barrier around, but if you're doing it right, it's like this insane amount of healing, and it just amplifies it, and it's pretty great. I like watching that guy a lot. Um, he's also a little uh, chat room says junk rat with heals. I don't know about that. Like his his ground heal thing where he shoots it on the ground and heals people is more like a it doesn't bounce around it just hits the target you're aiming it at and then anyone standing near it will get healing um he he has an i forget what his other oh, his other heals like this weird burst or this uh not burst what do you call it like a uh, it's like a rhythm it's like like it's like a fart okay farts and if he farts and you are there within the zone of the fart you can then leave him and you still are getting this heal over time spells happening to you as you run away. So it's it's like, imagine like Karazim and Heroes of the Storm farting on you and you you being able to take it with you as you run off and have it heal you even more. Um, <laughs> uh, so that Stand in my cool. healing flatulence. Yeah. And he's also a pretty good fighter. Like, seems to be all right DPS-wise. He's pretty rad. Pulse, that's the word. Thank you, Tazoriel. Oh, my gosh. Pulse is what I can't. It, I can't help you because I, I haven't paid any attention to Overwatch in like re, a year. It's real good, and they showed uh, they showed a bunch of like story, like origin stuff for him, and that seemed good. So, anyway, it made me want to play more Overwatch, which you know it's hard to do in a world of Apex Legends where everyone's focused on that right now. But uh, I got to get back to it, see what's going on. I mean, there. if you like it, you, you can you can just play it. Yeah, just play it. I have it. Yeah. I'm just gonna play it. Yeah. Uh, nothing else much really going on in Heroes, StarCraft, or Diablo this week. Although Diablo, they claim, the Diablo team is claiming that Diablo Season 16 was their most attended season ever, they said. That doesn't sound right to me. I have to think Season 1 may have been the bigger one because that was new and everyone was trying it out. And I, I just can't imagine that they... Yeah, that, that just seems wrong. It but... doesn't seem right. But that's what they claimed in a blog post or a tweet or something. And... uh they say the reason why was this, you know, you had the ring of royal grandeur buff throughout the entire season, uh, no matter what level you were, and that makes a huge difference, and blah, 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 all that stuff. Uh, so they so they say they're going to play with similar stuff for season 17. That's all they said. We don't know what any of that means, but outside of that, kind of flat this week for uh, all things Heroes, StarCraft, and Diablo. Well, Heroes got a big balance update. Oh, it did get an update, yeah. Like late uh, Wednesday, which is a weird time to do it. Uh, we played that night. Uh... And it was great. What it usually comes. P- PTR is Tuesday. Live is usually Wednesday. Oh, is that how they do it? Okay. Yeah. We played a bunch on Wednesday night. And as always, that game continues to be 
one of the most fun games I play that I'm the most angry at. <laughs> but I'm having a blast. Like, we had really good team stuff and had some amazing down-to-the-wire fights and plenty of plenty of people playing quick match. We were getting in matches, no problem. And they, I, I, I don't know. I think it's having a bit of a... It's, it's a bit of a Diablo thing, man. It's like everyone was mad about Immortal, but then, like, you and everyone I knew was like, well, I'm playing three again because yeah. it, it made me think about it, and it's really fun. I'm noticing a lot of people coming back to Heroes right yeah. now. Same thing. So uh, I can't I can't speak for all the regions we, we've been hearing from uh non-us players uh over on into the nexus that are definitely having some queue problems but i could see that i know the people in the higher ranks are having trouble just keeping their stuff from decaying and they're well, waiting that, that's been an issue since everyone flocked over to team league oh yeah that's true that changed then too didn't it I, that may not be so much reflective of lost I mean, it's players. certainly compounded by some of the the you know, number issues we're having now with how many people are playing. Yeah. Um, but that that started with, with Team League just being relaxed and opened up and becoming so popular. Kyle told me that he, he probably told you guys this or even said it on your show, but he said that he was in the longest queue ever, the one that was just to keep his MMR from decaying. And it was such a long queue, he was able to get into the queue, kind of sit back and chill for a while, called his mom, told his mom that he and Kristen were pregnant, got off the phone, and then finally the queue popped. It's like, dude, <laughs> yep. that's horrible. He was able to explain a momentous life <laughs> milestone <laughs> to his mother in the time it took him to get into a uh, Diamond League game yeah. in Heroes of the Storm. I like it, though, because he acts like it's like a doctor visit. He has to do this thing once a month. you got to go in and get someone to put their finger in your butt, and then and then the rest <laughs> of the time you can do whatever you want. But well, you- they, they also announced their schedule for upcoming AMAs um, and they, they went out like the next, I think, three or four months. There's multiple AMAs coming. Uh, but the first one that's coming up is about ranked play. Mm. Uh, and it's in early March. So I'm expecting to hear about a potential merge of Hero and Team League. Well, we'll see when that they're happens. Just, they're splitting their player base at this point. And yeah. uh, it's, but- it's controversial for sure because yeah. there's a lot of people who play just for Hero League and a lot of people play just for Team League and you're probably going to ruffle some feathers mixing it, but at a certain point, you just need players. Yeah, you need people playing your video game, as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in an HC, post-HCC uh, weird Blizzard Activision world. We need people in there. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, time for the town crier. We get emails, we get phone calls, we get all kinds of cool stuff. And today is an email. Last week is a voicemail. Uh, Adam Clark wrote in. He sent this message to theinstance at gmail.com. And he says, good morning, Instance crew. Just a couple of thoughts on the state of Blizzard to get your opinion on. Number one, I don't know why, but in many of their games, Blizzard refuses to put standard features into their games that every other game in that genre has, which makes it frustrating for the player base. Example. Sealed draft and tournament modes in Hearthstone and a scorecard, sorry, scoreboard and replay system in Overwatch. Uh, yeah, I would, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, whatever. You guys have been asking for tournament modes since, you know, Hearthstone was a, was a idea. So I, I, he's probably right there. Um, and a lot of other games do yeah. feature these things, which is his point. Uh, he says, number two, when I hop into games of Heroes, and I hopped in some games last night, he says, uh, and it had a 14-minute estimated wait for a game of comp- uh, competitive, so I left. 
It has been uh, this way since the de-emphasizing of heroes, which is one of the reasons I stopped playing. I can start and finish a whole game of Apex Legends before I would even get into a game of heroes. Um, well, like we just said, that's an issue of what mode you're playing and also just where are the players. When we were playing quick match, uh, which, you know, as a team, we were playing five-man quick match the other night. We were in in 25 seconds at the most. Like, it was not a problem all night. So your mileage may vary, I suppose. And he says, and finally, would it be so bad if Activision had more influence over Blizzard's release schedule? If they forced Blizzard to have at least one major release a year, that would give, give each franchise a four-year development cycle, with the exception of WoW and its two-year expansions. Uh, there is a big difference between releasing unfinished games, which we don't want, and then spending years making uh, the game 5%, uh, which is Blizzard style. I don't know what he means by 5%. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Don't know what he means by that. But uh, I think what he, the overall point is that they'll take their time and Activision would probably prefer a more regular release schedule. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to say I disagree with this highly. The idea that that we want Blizzard to now be under a bunch of deadlines that are purely about holiday period, purely about, um, you know, quarterly earnings. Basically the way, the way, the reason Anthem even exists as a retail product today is because of these, these kinds of policies. No, thank you. <laughs> like I don't want any, I, I want less of that in gaming in general, like across the board. Do I want everything to take 10 years? No. But neither do they. I mean, Blizzard knows that for bottom line reasons, they need to have games out. But they also know if they make garbage, they will not. They will eventually have people who just don't want to play their games anymore. So I do not want this. Like ever. Uh, how do you feel about Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, arbitrary goals are garbage and I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do things just because. Um, that's how you end up with, 13 assassin's creed games half of them are good yeah uh, yeah like, like i just don't i don't need it that's that's unnecessary call it why in god's name do we still have a call of duty every year why yeah, yeah there's no Can reason please inform me yeah well it's like, just, just a, it's to accept they expect every year a certain percentage of people which is a diminishing percentage but a percentage of people are just going to buy call of duty no matter what and they've just counted on that and i think that that's fine in your early years i think it bites you in the butt in the later years and you look like a bunch of money grubbing people who just laid off 800 people despite your profits. Like, it's it's not a it's not a it's not a sustainable way to do this. I don't think. And so, have, making Blizzard do that every year that's not sustainable. And I also don't. Yeah, you know, and, go and, lean and, on uh, King. Make King make more mobile games. How about that? Go give them some heat. They haven't done anything. <laughs> they just make fruit matching games. That's it. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like Blizz should be doing what's right for each title, right? Like, right. like so Diablo Four comes out. So what? Four years until the first expansion for it? That's terrible. No. You can't wait that long to put out an expansion. No, no. I mean, look what happened with Reaper of Souls. It came out in 2014. Here we are in 2019, being like, boy, I would have loved a second expansion for Diablo Three. We should have had been one. Fantastic. In 20, we should have had one early 2016. We should all mm -hmm. still be playing it, and we would have had they not canned it before the second one even came out. Ah, it's my least oh, favorite don't aspect. Don't give me, don't, I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> I know. It's my most hated detail of the entire five-month affair we've all been in with this. All the mm -hmm. various things, this and that and the other, and the layoffs, all of it. My least yeah. favorite detail uncovered uh, was that yeah, there was so a second expansion, and they canned it before they could see what Reaper of Souls would do. Gosh, yeah, dang I mean, it. 
this is such Adam had so many different things he hit on here. So back to his first point, which is like, why do they not have basic features? But I mean, it depends. Some of them really confuse me. Like, I don't know why there isn't social features in Heroes of the Storm. Why is there no clan system? Right. It's from what I understand, the StarCraft II uh, platform that they're they're building it the game within the engine is extremely robust and they can they have a lot of control over it i have no idea why it doesn't exist there um as to why uh things i have been clamoring for in hearthstone don't exist i they have never come out and said this but at this point five years into freaking hearthstone and we still only basically have two formats to play i can only imagine that the architecture for this game is extremely strict and they can only manipulate it so much without completely bricking it Maybe. I mean, it's just, it's all done in Unity, which is very I, I flexible. Just I just can't imagine they are that out of touch with what their hardcore players want. I, yeah. Like, because when you think about it, like, it's it just, it, I don't know. The, 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 my frustration with, with, with Hearthstone's lack of game modes and features, it, it comes from this just annoyance um, that... The, the reductive part of my brain goes, do you just not want to rule the world? <laughs> because you could, yeah. you have the best card game. Yeah. You have the best engine. You, it, it, you have the, it's the most fun. It's the most easy to pick up and play. Uh, and yet, w- why don't we have tournaments? Why don't we have three or four other ways to play limited? Why aren't there four constructed ways to play? I, I, I don't get it. And it, you imagine the gathering arena comes out, it has all these ways to play. The only thing I can think of, the only thing that makes sense to me is that it, they just can't with the engine. Well, maybe. Um, if you believe rumors, though, it, some of this just could be that that team, that division hasn't made enough money to justify all of this. Uh, right now, I mean. Like, the current state of Hearthstone is is not, they're not doing the revenue they need to, is what the talk is. And so maybe that's made them slow down and focus on the core. Uh, I don't know. They've been really quiet about these. That's the funny thing. As mad as we are all about these heroes changes, at least we know about them now and we've seen the transfers of people and we've seen the layoffs. And I feel like we kind of have a taste for how accurate the gutting of that team was. Whereas with Hearthstone, I feel like there is, there's similar problems in terms of revenue, nothing wrong with the, you know, the game or the developers or anybody, but their revenues down and we don't really know anything <laughs> like it's just kind of quiet over there as far as that stuff goes so i don't know i don't know we can only speculate on what they'll tell us and uh yeah it's uh it's strange for sure we're living in weird times but adam clark we appreciate your email anyway and you can send another one in if you're listening to this going oh i got things to say well hot damn i got a way for you to, to send it in it's the instance at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 801 471 zero four six two that's eight oh one four seven one zero four six two or zero gob it spells gob g-o-b at the end it's kind of cool anyway not really it doesn't it's not cool at all because it's just an arbitrary word i should find a better spelling in my phone numbers. gob was a early 2000s canadian pop punk band really there's such a thing as gob Hold yes on. gob band just want to look at these guys uh gob give up the grunge i'll check these guys out all right i'm just gonna hear a taste of them skip ahead a little all right it's 
very some 41 very uh and my, my mistake they they actually formed in 93 oh. so <laughs> <laughs> not early 2000s is when i was made aware of them okay and and you liked did you like gob it, it wasn't like my one of my big like listen to it a lot on my ipod but i enjoy i enjoy gob all right he's uh, take a little gob here and there um <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning into our little late afternoon one. We wanted to make sure to get one in, and we're glad that we were able to. Uh, Garrett, let's tell people where they can find more stuff. Tell us all about amove.tv and why I should go there right now. Well, all the podcasts I do there, uh, there's going to be a lot, a lot to decompress uh, on the upcoming episode of The Angry Chicken with all of the Hearthstone announcements that have just come out. Uh, also, Kyle and I have an Apex Legends show now called Enter the Apex. It's everywhere podcasts can be found. We've already had Trixler on for our second episode, and this week we had Dreadnought on mm, nice. for our third episode. Nice. So if if you want to uh, kind of bridge the chasm between uh, Apex Legends and Heroes of the Storm, we got you covered. Yeah, apparently this is the place to find those guys. That's what they're all doing right now. A lot of Heroes people are playing this game, mm-hmm. um, which... Weird, it's right? great because we already <laughs> talked to a lot of them and we're like, and we want guests for the show. So we're like, hey, Dreadnought, you want to uh, talk Apex Legends? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then I asked him about things like energy weapons and he just went off about how they're kind of lame and <laughs> need to be more interesting. Oh, interesting. I actually need to listen to that one then. Uh, yeah, yeah, go check it out. If you're all wrapped up in that hot new business of Apex, they got you covered over there. Uh, as far as other stuff goes, uh, there's other things happening always on the show or on the uh, site. Go check out frogpants.com. I just put up some new artwork people might be interested in, finishing up a new piece today that I'm very happy with. Uh, most of that ends up on a store, so you can go over there and get your own prints signed if you want, that kind of stuff. Uh, and all the shows I produce are, of course, there as well. Frogpants.com. I think that's everything. Yes, it is. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Instant show. On Twitter, Garrett Art. I'm at Scott Johnson. You can find more stuff like this, like I said, at frogpants.com. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Garrett. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Nope, I haven't gotten Jane down yet. So LFR mm-hmm. Wing 3 just opened and I'm on, I got my eye on Jane.